Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Yeah, 27. 25 is, 25 is messy for me. Mm-hmm. But honestly, with three. all the pandemic stuff, yeah, exactly. My early 20s were just like such, so messy that my late 20s, I just have my shit together a lot more. And I'm very pleased with the amount of growth that I've had in the last, you know, however many years. So, yeah, I'm just, yeah, good. Good for I'm, you. I'm very happy to, <clears throat> to be where I am. I don't, after, after 28, I'm like, I don't need to, I don't need to age anymore. That's okay. I can just stay at 28. Mm-hmm. I like 28. <laughs> uh-huh. But okay. years stop, good, good. start coming and they don't stop coming. Words of Smash Mouth. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, I didn't didn't do anything for for Patty. Well, I was at work on Saturday as Chicago nice. celebrated the Patties, and then uh, after work didn't really do anything. Just kind of hung out, so did not do any Patties Day stuff. Well, there's always next year. Always next year. We'll see. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, one and all. This is the Feeny Call. I think you were like a syllable short there. I know. I kind of, yeah, I had to, you know, I was making up as I went along. So I feel, (laughs) I feel okay about my decisions. Hang on, I'm going to put on Jeff's. Okay. Okay. I bit my lip right here. And it hurts so bad. It still hurts. It's been like a week. Well, today is season seven, episode three, Angela's Men. Here we are. This is, yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it is a continuation of what's been happening, but also it kind of does its own thing a little bit. So, no, I mean, I'd say it's a pretty direct continuation. We're just getting to fully shift the focus. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. nice. We're getting, we're getting to. It's been, it's been very Corey Topanga show with like Sean Angela adjacent, and and now we're flipping it to make mm-hmm. it Sean Angela with Corey Topanga like in the back. Tangential. Yeah. 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 I like that way better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. way better. Um, yes, we get the return of Sean's psych professor, who turns mm-hmm. out to be Angela's dad. Surprise. <laughs> The, in the, the surprise only black twist actor that no they could find coming. apparently <laughs> truly i don't know why maybe they just really really liked working with him and they were just like come back on the show i have no idea i mean for what it's worth i very much so enjoy him oh yeah he does a great job funny that they've already had it before yeah i know of all things uh they couldn't even keep topanga's parents on for one episode mm-hmm. extra <laughs> and yet this man keeps coming back to play different roles whatever mm-hmm. um so Oh, my trivia for the day is uh, this final scene. So I know in some television shows, they'll film extra scenes and they'll have to trim them to fit into the time slot. Like most, they're like extended cuts of certain episodes. This scene is not, it, it was supposed to be the end scene, but they couldn't get through it, which is why they just show a bunch of bloopers. Because it was supposed to actually be a completed and finished scene to end the episode. They just couldn't, they couldn't do it. They couldn't get through it. And this is one of the reasons that hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. (laughs) Will, Will Friedle and Ryder Strong also um, 
could not, the, the writers made sure that they were in the least amount of scenes together possible because they couldn't get through a single scene without laughing. And this is, this is an, a good example. So yeah, it was it's supposed so to be funny. a scene. It just, keep, yeah, just fell apart. It's so good. <laughs> and such a great little blooper reel of them just staring at each other and cracking. The yep. last one, you have to get off. You have to get off. <laughs> it's good it's so I this is the one episode where I'm like okay Eric's officially lost it like this for me is like the the pinnacle like the top of the roller coaster and then it's all downhill from here but it's definitely he still does a good job even though I don't like what they're doing with his character he still is doing a great job so hat my hat's off to Wilfredell but also they did Eric so dirty whatever yeah, but it's fine. So, he's so funny in this episode though. So funny. <laughs> this whole, I love this episode which I'm so glad we Very finally have gotten an episode that I've enjoyed because one and two I did not and so and again I think it's because we shift focus and it's not Corey and Topanga anymore Corey's not being annoying um so yeah I really enjoy this episode and I'm glad that we're we're getting to some more enjoyable ones I believe it's your turn Oh, to recap. You're right. Get my timer out. Have fun. <laughs> oh, with Ducky's gonna grumble, grumble. Yeah, I'll I'll hold it up so so we can. You're gonna see hold it, it although up it's for, backwards for, uh, for you. So <laughs> I I can understand what I'm looking at though. It's okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> you you'll, you get it. all right. The boys are trying to win back uh, Angela and Topanga and Angela's dad comes into town. He's like, I'm recruiting people for the ROTC. And uh, Sean goes through like the beginnings of the recruitment process and is opening up to Angela's dad about their relationship and about his past. Angela's dad realizes that it's very similar to Angela's past. And that's why she's not opening up to him. So then he goes to them and makes sure that they get back together. And then they do. And Eric is still upset that Topanga beat him up. And so he's constantly seeking revenge by hiding in different things and basically hiding in plain sight. And that's it. Okay. Could have been worse. And, it was, and it was broad. Back, and it was broad. They, they get back together at the end. Yeah. Yes. That little bit. Yeah. <laughs> back yeah. together. This it is a it is a fun episode. I like this episode a lot. I also have like one kind of big issue with this episode, but we'll get there in a minute. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Well intrigue. Drop a little nugget. Intrigue. Exactly. Yeah, stick around for that one. Um well. But uh, what did, what did you learn? Well, no, I just did the recap, so you have to tell me what you learned. <laughs> okay, everyone's damaged. That's what we learned. Well, yeah. um, <clears throat> no. Trauma affects I, everyone. What? <laughs> um, the, 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 this is a harder one for a lesson. I feel mm-hmm. like because it's like it's a, it's a big, it's a big plot and character thingy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think. What I'm going to choose to take away here is. Oh, no. Do you want me? Okay, I'll go. (laughs) I can go if you want me to. Uh, Yeah, if you have something like written down, I'm going to try to like piece it out. I mean, mine was. I I like, here's the thing, right? I'm like thinking of things and then I'm immediately like finding reasons to like refute it. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is just you. You are not your family. You're not your past. And don't let these things get in the way of living your life. Just because something happened to your parents and just because you are made up of their DNA does not mean that it will happen to you. 
don't let your life decisions be based on your family's decisions or your family's history or even your history. You can, you can always, you know, make your own decisions. Live your life. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. You're not, you're not your parents. Um, mm-hmm. my issue that I immediately arrive at is that Angela does do what she says she's gonna do. That's true. She absolutely <laughs> does, 100 percent She says, I don't want to leave I'm gonna because I'll leave you and I'll hurt you. And I'm like, mm, no, she does. Yeah. She does I, do that. <laughs> I think, yeah. There's like a level of it where it's like she doesn't leave him necessarily by in the sense that her mother did though, she leaves him so she can go be with her father and spend time with her father. So I, I feel guess. like the, the reason is more noble than just like, I don't want to be a mother and a wife anymore. And just like running away. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. sure. I'll, I will concur with your, you're not your parents lesson here because that's the thing that the panga needs to understand too. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and so on. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I mean, I enjoy the episode. I enjoy the performances. Yeah, I think everyone does a great job. Writer gets to do like a really nice balance of of some very funny shtick and also some some nice little heartfelt acting. He gets to do a lot in this episode. Mm-hmm. Corey only has like three lines. Love Thank that. God. Um, <laughs> and he's he's funny. Like I enjoy this episode. Uh, That's true. Like his performance in this episode because it's all comedic. It's true, the Feeny bit where he's tell him how much you like me. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell him about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cute. It's funny. Um, yeah, I, I think Feeny. it's all around. It's a good, it's a very strong episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do think that our, our big takeaway is uh, as you grow into your own little independence there, you got to shake off the things that happen to your parents a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Angela needs to go to therapy, probably. I mean, all of them really do. Talk to anybody about her mom, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to me. <laughs> Rachel kind of cracks me up. She's just like, is Angela's mom in the army and whatever and discussing it. And I'm just like, that's a good, I'm a little surprised that she doesn't already know that Topanga hasn't told her before. Oh yeah. Angela's mom <laughs> left. Like she's really is, living with is. this person. She has no idea. It isn't very far-fetched for me to believe that at no point has anyone been like, oh yeah, Angela's mom left. Anyway, like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I, it feels like they're all adults that someone would throw that around once or twice. And like, well, and even if Rachel said something before, if she had mentioned like, well, your mom and dad mm-hmm. before, I feel like Topanga would pull her side later and be like, hey, just don't mention Angela's mom anymore. Right, right, right. Angela's mom she's not, she's not around. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah. Rachel's always out here asking stupid questions. <laughs> so, okay. I have a question. What okay. is, what is, what is going on with this whole, uh, like training program that's happening? I've never been recruited before, but. No, so, well, ROTC, did you guys have ROTC yet? You're either your high school or your college. College. So we had an ROTC program in high school and in college. Um, my oldest brother, Spencer, was an ROTC in high school. Um, I don't know what the letters stand for. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's effectively, it right? It's my understanding of it is that it's always just kind of like, you know, military light. It's like, it's like getting to be basic training and like learning 
mm. stuff about the army and uh, being a little soldier and whatnot without actually joining the army. Okay. What What did you find out? What does it stand for? So it stands for Reserve Officers Training Corp. It's, uh, it says Brain the ROTC man. is a college program offered at more than 17,000, nope, 1,700 colleges and universities across the United States that prepares young adults to become officers in the military. There you, so go. There you go. That's what. Yeah, we had an ROTC program in our high school. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, okay, so, so <laughs> when Sean joins the army officially, right? Who is this your issue? Army, he's like, I joined the army. Is this your issue? No, I have two issues, I guess. Okay, okay. I, okay. I have two. Okay, this is, okay. This is one. Um, <laughs> I guess this, this one's not as much an issue. This one is just a point worth making. Okay. And Sean says to Corey, he's like, I don't have anything else, so I'm going to join the army. Um, or, you know, he and not as many words or whatever. He says basically that, right? He's like, I got nothing else going for me, so I'm going to join the army. And at that point, I kind of cringed, right? But then I was like, hmm, but actually whether they knew or meant it or not, this is quite the depiction of how the U.S. Army shows up in college age, like student settings, finds uh, damaged mm. young men who feel like they have nothing going for them in their life and hands them a gun and says, go be strong, you're in charge. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, which is wrong. how we end up with um, a lot of damaged veterans i suppose uh anyway you know there's a lot to be said about how the army preys on or the military industrial complex preys on young men who don't feel powerful or mm -hmm. feel like they don't have anything mm -hmm. going for them so i don't love that but i also think it feels accurate yeah <laughs> it's like it feels true yeah exactly you're not happy about it but they're not wrong. They're not wrong. Right. Not great. Right. They're not. And wrong. like I let me. I was telling someone at work the other day about this. They were talking about someone they were talking to in the army, and I was like, I don't think that every person in the army is like a damaged piece of shit. Mm -mm. No. Like no. No. worthless fuckhead of a person. Like let me no. be clear. I can be critical and not think that every person in the army is like a worthless asshole. Because <laughs> um, that's yeah. not how I don't believe that. No, no, not at all. Um, but, but they might you know buy themselves well and and by and large i just think that it's true that like an overwhelming majority of recruits who then probably don't advance too far up the ladder are these kind of like damaged lost souls looking mm -hmm. for something sort of thing and that's sad like i'm sad that those people feel that way mm -hmm. but then i don't love that they find themselves in this position where their identity becomes strapped to like power and guns mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. um you know like bud you met you know bud Austin's mm -hmm. husband mm -hmm. um he's in the army he's an officer and i, and I love bud to death Bud's yeah. the greatest yeah the nicest man in the world yeah right? he's comes from a little army family His parents are with in the army i all try you know etc blah, 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 yeah. et great great sweet human so like let me be clear plenty of good humans yeah <laughs> in the army but plenty of like damaged Scary recruits ones. for sure <laughs> oh yeah ducky um ducky, so yeah i, I felt I like that moment i know <laughs> he says i hear it preach mm. that moment felt true it felt sad but it felt true yeah. um sean is exactly the kind of human that would be recruited by mm -hmm. like college recruitment officers 
And yeah, I think we've mentioned that before too, that when it, mm-hmm. we've talked about this specific instance where Sean is kind of a lost soul and then it makes sense that he finds himself in this situation, not just because he's trying to impress Angela's dad, but he's always on the search for, you know, a deeper purpose, a deeper meaning. And he's done a lot of different things and can't quite find the one that's stuck yet. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just figuring it out. It's true. It's true. No. Okay. So now my issue, right? Yes, my yes, issue yes. is in this episode and kind of the last two, but this episode makes it in a weird way, all Angela's fault, I guess, or like, like Angela is the, and, and all right. So like in the story of Sean and Angela's relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Sean breaks up with Angela mm-hmm. to like pursue others. Mm-hmm. Angela pines over Sean. Mm-hmm. Angela wants to get back together. Sean says that he's not ready. She says, I'm not just going to keep waiting around for you to be ready. Correct. And like, that's where it kind of falls and ends. And then when Sean decides he's ready, mm-hmm. Angela <laughs> kind of sticks to her guns and is yeah. like, no. But what this episode does is it's not, it's no longer about Angela having been hurt and not feeling like she wants to wait around. Now it's that she doesn't trust herself to love him back, which was, as far as I'm concerned, never the case. It no. was always a matter of like, I was here and you told me no. Yeah. I told you I wouldn't wait. Yeah. I didn't wait. Then you came knocking. Like, that's yeah. what it all was about. And this almost like removes that and is like, no, it's because Angela's broken. Well, and I think also to Corey's point, Topanga might have gotten to her and been like, well, if my parents' marriage didn't work, like that probably means that it's not going to work for me. And then if Angela is susceptible to that in any way, it doesn't feel like that because Angela is a very independent thinker, but there's a chance that she could, then that brings up some trauma for her. And then she's Mm -hmm. going through this as well, like going through this now, but yeah, it does reframe it to make it look like the entire thing was Angela's fault. But I think, I just think her, I think that she might have had a little bit, she might've been triggered a little bit by Topanga's parents splitting and going through Uh watching Topanga go through this. I think that connection's there. I think Mm -hmm. they just needed to make it a little bit clearer. Yes. You know, if it, if in the last two episodes we had had little more, little more hints along the way of Mm -hmm. how like this is drudging up Angela's own parents not working and how it's, it's affecting her in that way. And Mm -hmm. instead of it all just kind of coming together here, which is a lot to pack in on 22 minutes. Fine. Especially since we haven't been focusing on them for a while. Yeah. Without drawing that, little bit of a clearer line as far as I'm concerned this episode like kind of ignores a lot of what Angela said about their relationship in season six in favor of just Mm -hmm. being like my parents split Topanga's parents split love doesn't exist I'm gonna hurt you you know as opposed to like oh you really fucking hurt me and I told you I wouldn't wait around for your ass to be ready Mm -hmm. which I, I back that more I yeah, support no, that I, I told you I wouldn't wait around <laughs> yeah no <laughs> that's 100%. my issue as it, it pulls that that strength away from her in my opinion exactly um, no you're 100% right it does make her look like I said if in the event that she is susceptible to Topanga's um I don't know I don't want to say brainwashing but she's influence <laughs> I will say susceptible mm-hmm. to uh Topanga's influence in this entire situation that 
is also a little bit preying on Angela's past trauma. Um, because mm-hmm. I'm sure Topanga also was like, You understand, your mom left your dad, and she right, probably right. was like drawing on her, yeah, for that, for that security, for that solidarity. And uh, so that it was probably really hard for Angela to go through this. And and like if Topanga did that, which obviously we don't see, so I can't say for certain, but I have a feeling that that's something of what happened uh, behind the scenes. And that sucks for Angela to have to go through that and have to relive that just because Topanga is going through something. Yeah. And I think that like, shush, I think Ducky stop it. I like Sean in this episode. I like the character and the, the relationship with the two of them. But again, like this episode just kind of like lets him off the hook for mm-hmm. like dumping her saying that like, I'm not ready. And then like, just because now he is ready, you know, like, I don't know, yeah. like some fuckboy behavior right yeah. there. And, uh, yeah. and this, this show just kind of lets him off the hook for some fuckboy behavior. I feel like it lets the boys off the hook for everything. The boys always, yeah. get, you know, they always get what they want at the end of the day until Angela leaves. Spoiler alert until she leaves. Good. Uh, Fuck the patriarchy. Am I right? Angela <laughs> walk out on his ass. Walk out. Who cares? Um, If a couple were to stay together, of course, I would want it to be Sean and Angela, maybe a little over Corey and Topanga, which I know is is not an uncommon opinion, as I'm discovering on social media. Um, But yeah, I feel like there are a lot of moments where the boys just have some unchecked behavior that just it just goes unpunished. So that kind of sucks. (sighs) How many push-ups? did poor Ryder Strong do in that scene where he's, where Angela's dad is talking to him and he just keeps doing push-ups, And I'm like, they probably filmed that a couple of times. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah. 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 That's rough. That's, I mean, he's fit, you know, there was yeah. a time where I could do a lot of push-ups, not as many anymore. No, no. But when I was like, actually, if I'm being completely honest, the point of my life when I could do the most push-ups was probably when I was like, 15 or 16 oh yeah absolutely I was young I was like 14 it's just just gotten worse since then it feels like freshman or like maybe sophomore year of high school junior year of high school that's probably when I was like able to do the most push-ups of my life Mm -hmm. um and then it probably swung back around briefly around like junior year of college I was I was a lot more active Mm -hmm. I don't know it's definitely like a very uh sinusoidal wave uh, <laughs> up and down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're really we're really swinging around um but see I the thing like too when normal. I was like 15 or 15 or 16 was a sweet spot because I was small mm-hmm. and strong so like, yeah. I didn't have a lot of body mass to lift correct yeah because I, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I did not really, like really grow a lot until I was like 16 so yep. like my body was still small but I was still very active and like exercising and so like I was much stronger compared to my own body weight <laughs> oh yeah I could do my... push-ups and pull-ups so much easier <laughs> oh yeah when I was I when I was a gymnast that was like my peak fitness time and then as soon as I was mm-hmm. 15 that's when my I finally had my growth spurt and that's, yeah. it was, it's kind of been all downhill from there. <laughs> Not all downhill. I shouldn't say that. I've still gone through moments in my life where I've been very fit. Okay. So the apartment, I'm trying to figure this out because I feel like there's an answer here. 
there's not, there's definitely not an answer here, but when Topanga and Rachel go into the back while Sean and Angela are having their moment, it, that like beaded area looks like it could be a hallway, mm-hmm. which means that maybe there are two bedrooms back there. However, on the left-hand side, we have an exit sign above one of the doors. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, wait, is there, is that like, that's just a decor they just have thing. That, they just have that up an exit sign. I used to have a stop sign hanging in my college <sighs> apartment. And a detour sign. Oh my God, and why? maybe one more. You, you do dumb things when you're in college, you know? You, you Sometimes you just go out and like steal a construction sign or two. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, I was, ta- we were, I was talking with Logan the other day. And I guess there's this sound going around on TikTok about like, you got to let your kids do the stupid thing they want to do. Because it's the only way they're going to learn. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that they do the stupid thing safely. And it's like... <laughs> uh someone put that sound over this video of like this eight-year-old kid wearing a football helmet and like poking at a sheep waiting for it to like buck him in the head so that they can like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and it spoke to me very deeply I was like absolutely yeah I fully get that He's wearing a helmet. So. He's, fi- he's fine. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Life is tough. Wear a helmet. There you go. You're good to there go. There you go. <laughs> no, do the stupid thing. Do it safely. Exactly. Um, do the stupid thing. Do it safely. I'm that is that is my my philosophy on it. So anyway, yeah, I think the exit sign hanging there is just like dumb college decor. You do dumb things, you know. If you say so, I feel like that. My well, I feel like it. that could be like a. I don't know. There could be like a, a exit to like the um, fire escape or something out that way. I'm trying to think but of like- But they have the balcony, the fire escape would be yeah. the balcony. Well, and this is kind of why this takes me back to on the right-hand side, when you're looking into the apartment, that could be a hallway that leads to that balcony then. But I feel like in the past, which again, like I said, there is no answer here because I'm pretty sure in the past there was a full ass door there or they were like going in and out there of the is, window or some shit. There's a door and whenever they take us to the balcony, there's a door in the yes. like, apartment. Yeah. On the little lofted space. I'm so. trying to recall the witches of Pembroke because that's when we're on the balcony the most. Right. And this you're is, right. There is a door. The apartment. The apartment is very much like the real, like it just, it has what they need. It changes changes dependent upon what they need for sure. Well, and I was, I was like, this is a good, as soon as they're like, we finally spruced up the apartment to make it how we want it. I was like, this is a very good catalyst for change in this space. So new color on the wall, new, you know, Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. I was like, this is a very good springboard for that, but so I was like, okay, maybe I'll sit down and try to figure out the layout of this apartment. And uh, that's, that's all I got. I think there are two rooms on the right-hand side and potentially the door to the balcony at the end of like a hallway. And that's yeah, all I got. I think you're fair. Well, who's your MVP? I think the MVP, this, there's a couple ways this could go. Part of me is like, it could be Feeney. It could also be Angela's dad. It's, for, it's one of those two, I think. Um, do you want me to pick one and you I can think, pick the other? No, no, I'm going to give it to Feeney because 
I like Sergeant more, mm-hmm. but I think I think he oversteps a little. Yeah. In what regard? Yeah, I think just because so. he's not around just, and then he just. Yeah, you know, like here he is not around all this time. And then he gets in here and gets all up in Angela's shit and tells her what he knows about her. And like, right or wrong, you know, either mm-hmm. way, just kind of oversteps as far as I'm concerned. Whereas Feeney is out here just kind of like playing the side game and says like, hmm, he's a very fine young man. And mm-hmm. he's very happy with your daughter. Yeah. Sip my coffee. <laughs> Sips tea. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Well, I'm going to give it to Angela's dad, I think, because without his kind of pushing the envelope a little bit, Angela and Sean would not get back together, which right. could be good or bad, honestly, because she's going to end up leaving anyway. But it's it's one of those things where I think it would it would he is the only person I think who could say something to her just because he is her dad and he knows what happens to her mom. And it's the mm-hmm. fact that he holds this nugget of information. She's thinking like she walked out and no one knows why. And like, we weren't good enough or whatever, but he was like, she wasn't in love with me. And that's why she left. Mm-hmm. It's Cause, but if you're in love with this boy, like, I don't know, he shines, he, even though he is not around and maybe shouldn't be giving as much insight as he is. I think it's, it could only be him. He's the only person who would get them back together at this point. So. And you know what? That's fair. I, it's like a fine line, you know, mm-hmm. I am yes. like not that mad about it. So yeah. All right. Cool. Great. Well, could be, could be Eric too for sheer community. Oh God. Oh, I just, I, I just love him so much. There's I really a, enjoy there, when he's, when he's in the painting, he's yes. in the, the American Gothic. That My favorite is the, head. I don't the know why hat. I married you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, the hat at the table. I love the hat. Sipping. That's my it's favorite. And he just looks too. up and she's like, what the fuck? And he's just like, <laughs> his face every yeah, time yeah. is perfect. It's so good. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, so funny. That whole sequence what I love uh, that, that I love just like that they try to take that as a few as few cuts as they can and so mm-hmm. to like not make it make any sense as to how he keeps on transitioning yes, it <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. and then so he's in the case filmmaking joke yep. yeah it's perfect they did a really good mm-hmm. job even though this is like I said kind of the top of the roller coaster it's all downhill mm-hmm. it's still funny he's still gonna do that's a great job funny. I'm just not happy with what they do with this character but that's okay Fine. you know what the creators don't they don't they don't owe you anything you're That's just true. a fan all right you That's don't true. get to demand what happens in the franchise it's true they don't owe you shit they did what they wanted to do it's true i mean same thing happened when they turn around with girl meets world and everyone's so a- angry that sean and angela don't get back together they were furious about it um you know what i still support that i think I just support it because I think it would have, it would have forced something that wasn't there. Like yeah, what, what, there. what Angela doesn't I'm even there. live in New York. So like, why are you? Well, even if you, you wrote a million little like worlds around it, mm-hmm. you know, the fact of the matter is, is like they are 20 years old they had this tumultuous high school into freshman, sophomore year of college relationship. And then mm-hmm. she bailed. Not failed. She went off to explore the she world with her father. With her dad, um, yeah. And like, 
now here we are like 20 years later those people are not even sort of the same people you know no 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 tremendously different humans and so like yeah i i I accept that i'm fine Mm -hmm. with that yeah so anyway anyway thanks for listening guys we appreciate your time and energy and you know you have lots of flights and airlines to consider and we appreciate you Uh, (laughs) yeah find us uh find us on all of the things We are on Instagram at the Feeny Call Podcast, Twitter and Facebook at Feeny Call. Uh, you can leave us voicemail that could uh, potentially be on the show. And uh, also... Potentially. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. And uh, yeah, we also are selling merch. So go get all of your merch on our Etsy store. Link to all of this is in our Instagram bio, but it's also in the description of the episode. So you can find it pretty much anywhere. Google it. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. And as always, class dismissed.